Hey, Potential Podcast listeners. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Potential Podcast. Before we begin today's episode, we'd like to take a moment and talk to you about something that means a lot to us. This podcast was created to be a source of fun and entertainment, and although we love to nerd out with you, one thing we do take serious is mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. And at any time, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com potential. That's betterhelp.com potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Tara Sokol, and joined by my fellow sensei and karate master and co-host, Chris Stewart. Today's episode, we're reviewing the latest season of Netflix's action, drama, martial arts, comedy, Cobra Kai. This is a sequel to the original Karate Kid films by Robert Mark Common. And uh, here we are now in our fifth season. And this is crazy. Chris and I got into, started reviewing this uh, season three. And uh, we've just enjoyed the journey overall. Uh, Of course, a lot to talk about this one. And we cannot go any further without giving you your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. So you've been warned. Uh, if you have not uh, seen the episode or have not seen any of the, or seen the show, excuse me, or any of the previous seasons, stop listening to this. Come back once you've done that. Or if you're going for punishment, stick around a little longer. Chris, give us a synopsis. Tell us a little bit about here uh, this season of Cobra Kai. Well, if you remember for the fourth season, we were introduced, or I should say reintroduced, for those who are fans of Karate Kid Three, uh, John Kreese brought his friend Terry Silver into the fray to try to continue to have Cobra Kai climb to the top. Uh, And this has been the ultimate battle of this whole show has been the Miyagi-Do with the connection of Eagle Fang together to take down Cobra Kai. And with the All Valley Karate Tournament, they, you know, Terry Silver definitely played his cards as being this villain that we couldn't we came off, we didn't know if we could trust him. He came off this rich guy that, you know, had kind of 
gotten away from karate and we were wondering, you know, really Kreese is the main villain, right? Well, the way that tournament ended, there was a, a, you know, a bet made. If we win the all Valley, your dojo can no longer operate. So Daniel and Johnny connected. They had their two dojos together and it was against Cobra Kai. And ultimately Cobra Kai did win, but we found out that of course they won because Terry Silver paid off a ref so that Tori would win. So it was interesting how the season ended with not only, Oh no, Miyagi Do has to like no more, you know, running, but also Terry Silver pulled a fast one on John Kreese and got him into jail. So now Terry Silver has taken over Cobra Kai and he's ready to really expend it to not just the Valley, the world. John Kreese is now in jail and Daniel's definitely left in the place of like, you know what? No more doing it the respectful way as Miyagi would have it. It's time to have to pull a little bit of my own friends in here. And he gets another, uh, you know, alumni we've had in the show chosen uh, who of course was a big part of Karate Kid two uh coming here to help him to try to take down terry silver for good and what i ultimately loved about the fifth season overall was really it wasn't so much about fighting because there wasn't really a karate tournament to like look to this is all like post this big tournament it was really the the ways that terry silver really shows that he is one of the best villains of this series and the constant manipulation and the, the way he just gets Daniel of all people to really break down and become something that he's not. And we've always looked at Daniel as he's the good guy who really, you know, with his training of Miyagi for all these years, he, he plays it safe and he's not like the Cobra Kai in him. It shouldn't happen anymore. Terry Silver gets him to become somewhat of a monster through his different methods and that was a great through line, I thought, for this season was Terry Silver is, is for, for being a villain, he, he can fight himself. He's strong. And, of course, the dude's, like, super tall, which is already, is like, menacing. But, dude, he, he, he pulls some real messed up things throughout the season. I, and I loved kind of how Daniel really took a downfall through it and became, he became very lost throughout the season, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a great juxtaposition between him uh you know and of course seeing like you said he's been kind of the moral center but then you know to have him against johnny lawrence where johnny's kind of really getting his act together and you know he is kind of the the mimbo of this <laughs> series because he doesn't well i think just he's just generally general general rationally um you know kind of uh, a bit of a luddite like he doesn't really understand a lot of these kind of things but just seeing and like we talked about this like there's one scene where daniel's kind of like at his his lowest point i mean he's literally hit rock bottom and he's like egging johnny on like what's wrong with you you know you know come on like are you just gonna sit there and not help me and and it was one of my favorite moments because johnny just looks at him like you think he's gonna fight him or like it's like are you okay like what's wrong with you so he's it was like, really great uh... to see like Wow, if you're telling me this, because you think of where we met Johnny Lawrence, the beginning of the series, literally, you know, uh, drinking all the time. He's just got these dead end jobs and he's a shell of his former self. So just kind of seeing that and, you know, kind of towards the end and Johnny, him getting his life together. And of course, 
we left the last season. Miguel was, you know, he was kind of lost. He's like, finds out, you know, I need to go find my dad. So then, of course, we don't know anything about his dad, but his his mother's like, you know, he's not, don't, he's not a good person. You don't want to go. So he goes to Mexico. But we get, it's great that we get Johnny and his son um, to uh, to Robbie to kind of reunite. And they kind of join forces, like, let's go get them together. So it's kind of like a little part of the season's kind of like a little buddy, a road trip kind of film. And I really like that they are, you know, strengthening their bonds. But I, you know what I like about it is, and something I really enjoyed at the series is, you know, Robbie and Miguel don't like, they've had these, you know, issues because of, you know, literally put Miguel in the hospital and they've just been at odds with each other. You know, they got this central father figure and they've got kind of dueling father figures between Johnny and uh, LaRusso. But what I think is really great about this series, not just this season, but prior is things don't get resolved that easily you know it, it it takes a lot it's not like no it's not like two episodes later oh we're fine no it's like it's ongoing saga like we this is why you know and they it's not all fighting works it out sometimes it's all this other thing and i really like especially the scene where johnny's trying to get them to become friends again he like puts them in an escape room and it just it, it's so funny but i really love the development of those relationships and like you said this story was less so much the tournament kind of the formulaic it was more of a psychological yeah because even like i liked how you know sam has always had her issues with tori ever since tori you know kind of did the the claw thing on her you know, know hurt her um and so tori it's like you know tori and samantha are like have been mortal enemies and then robbie and miguel have been mortal enemies and of course it's like the two opposites have been dating and have had like intertwined moments where they almost have dated the other person but the whole thing that Miguel, he left in the middle of the All Valley to go, like, get on the bus to go to Mexico. So he left Sam when she's about to face her biggest enemy. And so from her point of view, she sees it as like, you left me in the middle of like when I needed that support. And on the opposite side, Miguel sees it as like, I went to go try to find my dad. That's way more bigger than karate. Why aren't you supporting me? So I like that the two of them also are having like these issues in their relationship because they can't see that one is maybe more important than the other. And this whole key moment where Miguel like finally comes back and um, you know, he wants to get her this little necklace. And then he basically is told like by Sam, like um, I think we need some time apart. And so he's just like totally defeated by that. And that's the thing too, is like, this whole show, you know, with the generational thing, it's like, the adults have had their issues with relationships as well. Not everything being hundred percent perfect, but the kids are having that issue too. And like, like Robbie, Robbie and Tori are, are a great couple together, but Tori is continually being, you know, packed down by Cobra Kai. And that was the thing is Cobra Kai has always had this, you know, their dojo has always had this sense of like, why they go too hard. You know, the, the, the very macho style of teaching, but this was even like further where it really became cult status where like, uh, you know, the expectation of what they need to do and how Terry sees all of his students as like, it's not just the brutal teaching. It's also like when you're out and about, you are Cobra Kai in your life. Yeah. Cobra Kai for life. You know? So it's like, I think that that was interesting too, is, you know, these kids, like there's a whole scene where like all these kids are at a water park cause it's summer and they're already like, you got to stay on that side of the park. Why don't you stay on that side of the park? All right. How about you get those slides? We get these slides and no bother. 
But even that they can't do. They, they start to fight. The whole plot from really the fourth season of Anthony bullying Kenny and then Kenny getting into Cobra Kai and finding a way to protect himself. But Robbie seeing that now Kenny might be even too far gone. That, Ken, you know, and this, now Terry's also teaching moves that are really realistically illegal. The whole like, that was crazy when Terry's like, you do the thing where you kind of punch through his, with like, your knuckles out. Him, yeah. <laughs> to like essentially get them to like lose their breath. And, you know, again, it's just like crazy. And I think the thing too is like with Daniel is he's trying to like find ways to take down Terry. He's thinking there's got to be something that Terry has that if we just get our hands on it and we let it out in the open, it'll destroy him. But the thing is, Terry Silver is a very smart man. He's, he's a very rich steps man. steps ahead of everyone. He's always ahead. So he's constantly like, I love that scene where, again, this has nothing to do with fighting. It's just psychological. He invites Daniel and Amanda to this like benefit. Well, well, they go the benefit, and it's he's hosting it because he's trying and he's to hosting it, it. Yeah. and he's like, ah, and so he's getting, he's trying to get on Amanda's good side, and then at one point, a little hearsay goes on, and Daniel's like, well, they told me that blah 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 blah, and it's like, no, I didn't hear any of that, and then he looks at Amanda, Amanda's just like, thanks, and just leaves pissed. And, and you bring up on a great thing we talk about the relationships of the adults and the kids. I think this has been the the biggest, the most challenging strain between amanda and uh larusso because i think both daniel and her have always kind of been the strong rock and i i think this is kind of the straw straw that broke the proverbial camel's back the fact that you know karate has kind of kind of ruined their lives and this is like the point like this is ridiculous and then but then finally she you know sees through uh some awesome girl power (laughs) i love when they get this awesome bar fight but she realizes that Silver is more than meets the eye. Like this guy, you don't trust him. Um, and uh, yeah, I really thought that was great because the stakes were just raised even higher. Uh, but going back to talking about great characters, I'm so glad uh, one of the most biggest stands out of the season uh, has got to be uh, chosen by Yuji Okamoto. He was just great from his first and en- his uh, very, the rear view entrance, uh, rear view <laughs> that he comes in. As he's, uh, you know, swimming naked and swimming laps. And oh, my he's just, God. The humor <laughs> and the badassery of him in this whole season was just great. I want, I hope that, you know, he comes back if they do another season because he was just, he was just great. And I think it was just a, a definitely a great, like, uh, addition because, you know, Daniel and, and Johnny don't really have any, you know, bonding, or really any scenes till later in the season. So really, it's chosen in Daniel um, for pretty much the majority of the show. So it's really interesting to see the dynamic. But it was also like cracking me up that like when it was multiple people, when it was like chosen and Johnny together, how they were having like essentially like villain like fight off of like who did what to Daniel. Well, you know, actually one time (laughs) I uh, got kicked in the face by him. Well, actually, you know, I did a roundhouse kick to him. Oh, really? I did 10. It was, I thought it was so funny that it was like, okay, these villains that were Daniel's villains in his past, but now have become like friends. The camaraderie between all of them was like really great. And yeah, Chosen, I think he brought a cool bit of training to the kids that they weren't used to. And, you know, again, so much of the Miyagi being originally from that Japan and him bringing some of that, but also like he still has these moments where like he's, very regretful for the way he acted when he was younger and what happened in Karate Kid 2. But he is very funny. Uh, and 
it, it's a great character that yes i hope definitely will be back i assume he will be back um but there was some yeah crazy stuff where like we also got mike barnes who uh a character from karate kid three uh who this was great like i just love how daniel is so on edge that he thinks terry's already looking to other friends that he's like about ready to come in and he thinks the full sting operations going on and then mike barnes is like but look it's a furniture store. I own the furniture store. It's a furniture store. <laughs> that was such a great bit. But then you got to think like an episode or two later, Terry Silver has the entire furniture store burned. And so all of Mike's, you know, livelihood is out the window. So naturally now he's having distrust between him and Daniel. And he's like, this is exactly what he wants. He wants us to all to fight each other and to be against each other. Again, just how brilliant Terry is in, in the whole thing. Another big plot point I thought was a, a great, just because, like you said, Johnny is so like, he's just not one with technology. He's not one with the times. He's still so set. And when he, you know, he passed his prime a long time ago and he, he kind of knows that he's going to have a baby. And so I thought that was a great plot point too of Miguel's mom gets pregnant and him like, like baby proofing his apartment, which already looks like, you know, a shithole. And he's like taking down like a, a painting of like women and he's like putting up like a painting of the desert and he's like baby proof and everything. Um, but then it was like, you need to make money, man. You're going to have a kid on the way. And this, the scene, like such pure comedy of like, he becomes like a DoorDash driver and he's of course terrible. He gets nothing but one star reviews because he doesn't know how to do anything. Some of that great humor that I really do appreciate uh, in this show. It's always been funny what they, it can get very dramatic, but also very funny. But I did love how it ultimately led to we have back Stingray. I love Paul Walter Hauser, who, you know, so great that he's in this show. Sometimes you forget, like, oh, that's right. That dude is in this show. In season four, Silver paid him off to pretend that Crease was the one that damaged his neck, which ultimately led Crease to going to jail. And now he has this huge penthouse apartment place, and he's just got decked out. And his friends know it. His friends know that something's up. There's no way that he should have that place, why he has Crease's old car. And now this is the hunt of the kids being like, maybe if we talk to him, we can figure out what happened. But Daniel goes to talk to him first. And I will say that scene was pretty intense where he goes by himself. Be like, I want to talk to Stingray. Hello. And then Terry walks around the corner. He's like, you think you'll get him to talk? And it was just like, and the thing is, I really do like, whether it's just on purpose or not, I think, uh, you know, Ralph Macchio is probably like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, like, he doesn't look that tall. Dude, uh, <laughs> flipping Thomas Ian Griffith is like, he looks like he's like 6'5". When he's like, he just looks so tall. And it really does make it more menacing when they fight. Like, he just looks huge. Um, but he really beats down on, he, he gives a beating to daniel and he takes it pretty hard but eventually i do like it's like the kids the kids are kind of on the case the kids are the ones that solve that obviously stingray lied he was afraid to say the truth and tori finding out that obviously the ref was paid off and clearly terry doesn't care he's like so what and finding out the ultimate goal that terry wants to not just have cobra kai be multiple places in the valley not even the United States. Yeah. Worldwide. They want to go global. <laughs> he wants to go global. And they want to get into this tournament that happens 
that's worldwide. And if they can do that and Cobra Kai wins, he's like, we don't have to do anything ever again. Everywhere will be Cobra Kai. We'll be super rich. Our legacy will move on. I do like that there's a part of Terry that is a little like not so evil thinking like I want to pass on teachings to like I want, you know, any kid in the world who's poor doesn't have to can't afford karate lessons. Doesn't matter. They'll get them. I like a little bit of that, but obviously it's under, you know, evil means that he's like wanting to cheat his way to the top. But then we get like he he brings in like this like (laughs) this is where I was like, what is this? The anime crew coming in? Uh, cause like one guy had like spiky hair and like a, like an eye patch. And like, I was yeah, like, Who are these it was people? like and, this is the rogues gallery of eighties villain rejects. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, okay. And we get, um, we get this, the Kim dot in who was like her, her father was, uh, you know, some master in Japan. And so it's like, okay, she's, she wants to help train these students even harder so that her father's work can be passed on. And Terry Silver is like totally down for that as a partnership. Um, so ultimately I, I did like how it leads to like Daniel having to be like, bro, you got to start Miyagi-Do again. I know they said you were not supposed to, but at this point it doesn't matter. And that was a beautiful scene where he goes for like the first time in a long time into that little room with all the Miyagi stuff. And Amanda's like, you got to do it. All of us want you to do it. And he's like, all of us? And then he goes outside and all the kids are there like, we're ready to go. Let's go. Let's go against Cobra Kai. So cool. I, I mean, the show, the show is so damn good. Gets you every time. It really does, doesn't it? It does. It does. But uh, whew, yeah. But the ending, I was not expecting it to be so brutal. Um, I think the show, you know, we've had some brutal moments. Obviously, like Miguel falling was a huge moment. There's been some intense fights. But damn, this whole let's go hit Terry's house. He'll least expect it. And this is like, you know, they're out partying. They have a party bus. So they're all drunk. So like Daniel, Johnny, Chosen, they're all messed up. They're like, let's go. Not a good idea. They leave Daniel in the woods. So Daniel's like stuck. Chosen and Johnny go to Terry's house. And he, of course, comes out. He's like, you didn't think I was going to know you're coming? And it's like all his goons are there and they're just like messing up Johnny. Johnny's getting beat pretty bad. But then we get this awesome chosen versus Terry samurai sword fight, which was really cool. And like with like out like on the pool, like with the water, it just was shot so well. It was so cool. But damn, I thought he almost killed chosen. I thought he literally killed him. He sliced him up pretty good. So chosen's left in the water. We think he's, you know, lost. And, he, and Terry can tell that all the kids are at Cobra Kai trying to hack his video system so that they can see this video where he's like, I don't care if the ref was paid off and we won. And all the Cobra Kai kids show up. And so like it's like a ticking down the clock. The, the editing of back and forth was really well done. And all the kids are just brutal. But I like how earlier we had that scene where it was the, the protect the egg that Chosen was training them with. So they have everyone around Anthony and they're like, dude, keep it going like they're fighting off and it's just like intense intense and then finally all the kids see the video that terry's like yeah i paid off the ref so what once cobra kai is on top and then everyone just like is like and terry shows up and he's like you think this is gonna matter blah 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 he thinks he still has the you know the high ground and then daniel comes in 
and Daniel does Daniel's thing. And I loved how they shot elements of Karate Kid 3 where he's like, this is how you take down an enemy. If an enemy can't stand, they can't fight. You know, if an enemy can't breathe, they can't fight. Kind of using, kind of using his teachings against him. Yeah, which was, that was such a cool way to be like, because, you know, again, Daniel, Daniel being a Miyagi student, his whole thing is defense, is to get out of a fight, not to be the aggressor. Um, but So I like that he, he does take down Terry and then all the students are like, I'm out of here. Screw this. And we thought that maybe Johnny was like done, but Johnny sees a little, you know, his picture of his, you know, baby comes out and he's just like, ah, and he just goes ham on those guys. I mean, he <laughs> took them all out. So definitely he sees that family fuels like a new strength in him. Uh, chosen to not die. Luckily, he's definitely injured. And like, yeah, you should go to a hospital. And he's like, it's just a battle wound. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, like, what, dude? Uh, it's a paper cut. Okay, dude, he's like, you've been you're sliced ham right now. Um, but the thing is, like, so obviously Terry's arrested because it's like there's probably more than just cheating that has gone down. I definitely think we'll see Silver back next season. I think there's no way you can get rid of an, uh, a, a villain that well if he if. If he's that rich, he'll have ways to get out of jail, I'm sure. Um, and I think he'll be out for revenge. Speaking of getting out of jail. Ooh. Well, one per- one character we've not talked about is obviously Kreese was arrested at the end of season four. There were some great scenes in season five of Kreese in jail and him trying to get out of prison and him like how he operated in prison. Well, I, I think it was great where he ends up kind of running running the show uh, and you know, this whole time he's been, you know, I didn't think, oh, we're we gonna get him back. No, he was not. He was only on the sidelines. But him and Tori are working together to take down Cobra Kai. She's kind of his double agent. Um, but then we get this great scene between, you know, eventually Daniel and Johnny. Like we gotta, we gotta, you know, to take down a bad guy, we gotta take down even maybe worse, use a worse guy. You know, the enemy and my enemy is my friend. And uh, they work with Kreese to, like, hey, this is what we need to do. And, of course, they mess with him. And, uh, like, oh, yeah, we'll help you. Yeah, you help us. Of course, they pull fast one. And God bless Daniel. He's gotten more of a be more of a badass uh, this season. Yes, that was a great um, moment. And thinking, okay, well, he's not getting out at all. And there's this scene where, you you know, he's been going to therapy. And they said, you know, really, well, I'm here because of not my decisions. Well, he actually are. So he has these moments where he's like, what am I doing? And. You think he's kind of turned uh, this corner. At the end, he's like, instead of fighting this inmate, he doesn't. The inmate starts stabbing him. And like, oh, no. And then you realize they're like, they, they rush him like towards the, the finale. Like, oh, we got to check him out. It's like, this is not Den. This is, this is Jello, and Or something like that. <laughs> and then he and, almost, he's, and then Silence of the Lambs, he just kind of picks yeah. up. Duh, and starts beating everyone up. <laughs> takes him out. And he's, and he's out of prison. And so... We'll see what's going to happen. Is he going to be a force for good, force for evil? Is he going to take back Cobra Kai? Who knows? Yeah, we don't know what's where Cobra Kai stands now that you know a lot of these students are like over it. Um, but doesn't it, yeah, it doesn't mean that Cobra Kai is done. But I think we're going to see a lot of mending to start season six. Uh, like Kenny even was like, you know, Robbie came over and was like, "You good?" And he's like, "I, I just need more time." And I think that there's going to be a lot of that. Um, you know, Samantha, Miguel finally reconnect and he's like you know that's what you do for the people you love you've never said that before uh robbie and tori are back on a good page and she's like i don't want to talk about it can you just kiss me and he's like sure 
So like, I think we're going to see a lot of mending. We're going to see a lot of the two sides that have been at war for so long. Like you have all these cold blinded, you know, soldiers that now need a new sensei to help them into a better place. And I think that's going to be Daniel uh, and Johnny with their kind of combined dojo with chosen. I'm sure chosen will be a little hurt, but he'll, he'll pick back up. So will silver stay in jail? Will he escape all his goons? What are they going to do? What is crease going to do? And we have ultimately what is, I think going to be the big plot point of season six is this Sakai Takai tournament in Japan. And I think that'd be cool if a lot of it is set in Japan and you kind of see elements of like where Miyagi lived and, you know, Daniel kind of live in some of that stuff and this big, huge world level karate tournament. It's not just the Valley anymore. This is like the world stage. We said last season, we thought season five was going to be the last season. I don't know if even season six would be the last season. This show is very beloved. It's a great cast. They seem to really love doing it. Uh, so maybe season six would be the end. Maybe not. I don't know where the show can go. And interesting, as we're, as we're just reviewing this, just the other day, it was announced a new Karate Kid movie is in the works. Yes. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be with any of this cast. I mean, we had the reboot that came out with Will Smith's son mm-hmm. and Jackie Chan. There was always talks of maybe a sequel to that. But now it looks like a whole new Karate Kid movie is in development. Whether that'll connect to these characters or a whole brand new thing. It'll be a brand new one and there'll be a new Miyagi. It'll be Ken Jong. (laughs) (laughs) Ken Jong. Oh my God. Uh, Uh, Just go do the the kick. Yeah, go do the kick. Kicking. Do the kick. Um, But you know what? Again, the show, whenever it comes out, I'm just so, it's it's one you can't unbinge. You have to just keep watching. Uh, You know, they're nice. This season was pretty good, like 35 to 45 minute long episodes. They're also worth it. The cast is fantastic. The humor, the fighting, the action. This was a really good darker season. I really enjoyed it. So for me, Cobra Kai, it still stands at a 9 out of 10. I love the show. Can't wait for season 6. Yep, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 as well. Amazing music. It makes me nostalgic. It makes me want to go back and watch the original Karate Kid films. I might have to go do that. So you can check out season 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. All 5 seasons of Cobra Kai on Netflix, streaming now. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.